This is Ready, Set, Retire with Cape Cod's very own retirement income specialist, Steve Anzoni. And my name is Jessica Forkel alongside Mr. Steve Anzoni each and every episode right here for Ready, Set, Retire Radio. And, and we cover the topics that you might be thinking about as you build your financial blueprint, right? What are all the walls around you? How do you make sure everything stands up sturdy? These are the things that we're talking about here on the podcast to get more details at fairwayfinancial.net. Steve, one of the most popular questions you are asked is, what is the secret sauce to having a successful retirement? Is there some special remedy? Is there some special equation? So I want to go over a couple of rules for a successful retirement. So go ahead and give me number one. That's set the stage, right? Yes. Um, you know, I get that all the time. Like, you know, what, what's the secret? What's this? You know. There is no real secret out there. It's it's work, right? Work works, as they say, right? There's no there's no shortcut. You need to save the money to have the money. Okay, it's not just going to appear. You just got to have that discipline. So, I call it a setting the stage. And and what I mean by that is you kind of have to have an idea of what you need and what you want. I mean, if you just kind of meander along and you have X number of dollars and you don't make a plan, and mm-hmm. there you are, it's you're 66 years old. Well, you're gonna get what you have. You're going to get what you get, as the saying goes, right? So what we want to do is say, all right, look, how much income do I really need? All right, I'm working and I'm making X, right? So I ran across a couple last week and she was part-time nurse making, you know, pretty good money, like a little over 70 grand part-time, you know, Mm -hmm. pretty good. But, you know, then again, RNs are in very high demand. And, you know, she's saying, okay, I'm going to need, you know, almost 6,000 a month and stuff like that. And upon further discovery, I said, well, wait a minute you're maxing out your 401k. She goes, yeah. I go, well, when you retire, you're not going to be maxing out your 401k, are you? She goes, well, no, I guess not. I go, then you really don't need $6,000 gross a month. You really need four. Oh, wow. Okay. And she's like, and she's like, oh, okay. So just by asking that question, now she's in a better state of mind. She's like, oh, okay. Maybe I don't have to work five more years. Maybe I only have to work one more year. But you kind of have to have an idea of what you need and want, right? You know, a basic understanding of your expenses. And and then also, why do you want to retire, right? I mean, I know it sounds obvious, but for many of us, like me, I don't want to retire, okay? So I want to keep going as long as I'm physically able to. So that's, that's my goal. And it's changed over the years. But for many people, why do you want to retire? Well, I'm sick of working, right? I'm sick of the nine to five grind. I'm, uh, I, I can't wait to travel. I can't wait to see my, spend more time with my grandkids or play more golf, play more tennis, whatever it is, right? So have those goals, write them down, get a basic plan. I'm not talking about this has got to be perfect, right? Just, just write it. Like, you know what they say? Like when you write a book, the hardest part is what? To start. Yeah, exactly. The beginning. Right? It's yeah. starting. And I know I wrote a book, okay? It was hard. I just started jotting down stuff, you know, like titles. And then I started filling in the titles with anecdotes and stories, right? And all of a sudden, three pages became 10, became 20, and it became a book. So setting the stage is important. If you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. I know it sounds like Tony Robbins, but mm-hmm. it's, there's a reason Tony is successful too. It's because he helps people establish those goals and stays on them to make sure they follow through. That's kind of my job, right? It's kind of be like part Tony Robbins, part financial guy. So it doesn't have to be exact, but have a little, get a sheet of paper. I don't care. Anything you have out there and start setting reasonable expectations. Don't say I'm making 50 grand a year now and when I retire, I want to make 70 grand a year. Mm -hmm. Probably not going to happen. Okay. 
So set some goals. Find out what your made your expenses are that are going to carry into retirement. If you have a mortgage, if you got you know obviously utility bills, your food bills, things like that. Have a basic understanding. That's number one. Setting the stage. You know, it's something I've done for many, many years to help people do. You know, if you're having trouble with that, I have great questions and I can prod you along with, have you thought of this or what are you trying to do here and what's the ultimate goal? The more questions you ask, you know, yourself or me asking, the better you can formulate the starting point. A lot of people stutter with that first part is, okay, what do I really want? You know, well, I got a pension. Well, okay, that's great. That's a good start. You know, and I've got some Social Security. Awesome. All right. But what do I want? You know, mm-hmm. what, why am I retiring? What, what am I really trying to get to? Because once you start to do that, now you can take a look at your savings and say, okay, I'm going to get motivated and excited to pump these savings up. Now, now I have a goal. Now I know, okay, I kind of need to do this. And here's why. And you get motivated about it. So, but just to get it going, maybe a phone call, say, hey, Steve, I heard the show. Yeah, I hear you. Can you, can you help me set some basic goals? Steve, you said it just a few minutes ago. It's all about, of course, writing it down, putting it down in black mm. and white. You know, I don't yeah. that old saying about if you write it down, it becomes more of a reality. So once you set the stage, you, you have an idea of how much income you need. You know your goals, your dreams. You have some expectations. That's all an idea. But now we want to write it down, right? We want to mm-hmm. establish a roadmap. So figure out how to cross that retirement finish line. Figure out how to get where you are to where you want to be, right? Once you kind of get some things in writing, and you know, by the way, I'm, I'm, I was a criminal justice psychology major in college. <laughs> and it still carries with me this day because psychology is one of my favorite subjects. And do you know that if, when you write something down, your, your brain automatically focuses on that more. And it actually starts to figure out ways to start solving that. It's, it's a fact. It's true. You know, so if you ever watched any of these motivational movies, right? Remember the Rocky movies where he mm-hmm. puts the picture of Apollo right on the mirror, right? Mm-hmm. Just to, cause he wants it on his mind, on his focus so that his mind can focus on what he's doing. And it's true. Once we get that, we want to establish um, a roadmap. And I highly, highly recommend you establish that with the help of a financial professional. You know, don't be a go it aloneer when it comes to something in this, this important in your life in this process. Because, you know, if you think about it, the most intelligent, the most successful people in the world don't go it alone. All the most successful people in the world lean on others for advice and for thoughts. I do it all the time. Like, you know, I, I'll have my attorney give me a call every now and then and bounce something off me. I'll have my money manager call me and say, hey, Steve, you know, and we kind of brainstorm because you know, two heads are better than one sometimes. And so this is kind of important. Don't be that go-it-aloneer when it comes to the plan. Now, if you want to be a go-it-aloneer with certain pieces of the plan, that's fine and that's different. So we need to understand the pieces of the plan and how they fit, right? So those pieces, Social Security, pensions if you have one, retirement assets, rental income if you have it, right? Any income coming in. Part-time work if you're thinking about making a transition from full-time to part-time and then from part-time to no time, right? These are all the pieces to establish what I refer to as a roadmap or a blueprint, right? So think about a house. You wouldn't just kind of buy a lot of land, knock down some trees, and just start throwing a house up. I mean, you're going to need a blueprint. You're going to have to hire a contractor, professionals, even if you want to build the home yourself. Now think about this. Even if you want to be the contractor, okay, and be the, the GC, right? 
you still need professionals to get the job done. You still need someone to build and frame, still need someone to pour the foundation. You still need someone to, to do all the finish work and all the fancy stuff, right? Same with a retirement plan. Think of it as your own business. How would you go about your business of retirement? You certainly wouldn't just throw it together. You would want to know, I have Social Security. What are my options? At age 62, I can take it now. At age 67, let's say, or full retirement, I can take it then. I can wait till 70 and take a higher number. Is it worth waiting? I don't know, but here are the numbers, right? How does it all work? I have a pension. You're very fortunate. How does it work? If mm-hmm. I take option A, right, it, it disinherits my spouse, but I get a bigger check. Can I do more with that money in my pocket? Can I provide my own survivor option? Okay, how's that one for a question? Okay, am I better to do my own survivor option or take the company's option B or C? Okay, did you ever think of that one, right? That's a good one. Evaluate it, right, right. Okay, I've done that. I've done that with a lot of people. Retirement assets, 401Ks, 403Bs, right, 457s, all that alphabet super retirement plans. Now that you've accumulated it, understand that there's a difference between the accumulation process and income. Okay, we're going to get into that in a minute, but understand there are different phases in your life, different phases, and they require different thought processes. When you're, when you're saving in your building, okay, you're in the saving and building phase, and usually for most Americans, most of us, including me, that is done through payroll deduction. 401ks is the major source for, for many re- Americans saving for retirement, number one. Number one, okay, without a doubt. So now that you've done that, you know, how does that fit in? What's the pile going to look like? Okay, and more importantly, what's the pile going to produce, okay, for income? And we have to look at this blueprint and we have to understand that it needs to be flexible and we have to look at a couple of things, right? Risk versus reward, mm-hmm. okay? Now we know we're saving money. The risk versus reward is not that much of a question because we might be saving you know, 100 a week, 200 a week, whatever the number is, we're not really giving a lot of thought to that because we're still working, okay? But what is the risk and reward when I'm at retirement? Do I get more risky with my money in retirement and risk losing all or a portion? Or do I get less risky with my money and potentially not keep up with inflation? Hmm. hmm. Those That's are daunting questions. <laughs> They're yeah. daunting questions. All right, how about guarantees versus opportunities? Well, when we're younger, we love opportunities. I have an opportunity to make more money if I put this in, in this account versus this account. Great. That's an opportunity. When you retire, okay, I find that a lot of people, okay, want guarantees in retirement. It, they want opportunities too. But man, the baseline is I need some guaranteed income here. I can't, I, I can't throw all my money in one pool and not have it guaranteed because if it isn't and I run out of money, now what? What if I'm 76 and 77 and I'm down to my social security check? Mm, not you a know, good place how, to be. Yeah. What's going to happen, right? You have to understand the difference between a contract versus past performance. Okay, what do I mean by that? A contract is something in writing, right? Two parties get together, form a contract. Each party promises to do something. Okay, that's a promise. That's a contract. Past performance is, well, you know, this particular investment did this in the past. We hope it does this in the future. Do you want to put your whole retirement plan on hopes in the past? Probably not. But see, these are questions you don't pose when you're working. You don't think about this stuff till you get within five years or, or if you're just there now or maybe you just retired and you're like, man, 
God, I wish I, I wish I heard your show a year ago, Steve, but it's not too late. I have a lot of clients who have just retired and they just want that second opinion. Hey, Steve, how did I do? How does my plan stack up to what you just talked about on the show? Remember, retirement is a transition from accumulation planning to income planning. Do not make the mistake of treating your savings the same. Do not make that mistake. I've seen a lot of people do it. The same thing they did in the past is the same thing they do in the future. And that's probably not going to work out because you're trying to have something do something it wasn't designed to do. Exactly. You can't stay complacent. Right. And and in our world, especially, things change so quickly that you you just, you you have to be able to have something that responds, okay, a plan that's in place where, hey, if a new product comes out, well, I'll throw it to you this way, all right? Everyone, you know, not everyone, but most of us have a mortgage. Mm -hmm. If your mortgage rate's at five for 30 years, and then, you know, you've got 20-something years left, and all of a sudden rates drop like they have, and now you can go from a 5% mortgage to three, okay, don't you want to at least know what that's going to do to your plan, your payment? Now, obviously, it's going to lower it. Mm -hmm. You know, doesn't that make sense to consider? And you better be able to have, you know, a plan or a mortgage in place in this case that will allow you to make that change without any penalties, right? Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, you you just got to stay focused because you never know. What if you sign up for a one-year CD at 2% and then six months later, a one-year CD comes out for two and a half or three? You know, what if interest rates keep rising in the future? Do you want to lock in something today at 4%, which sounds pretty good, but let's say you lock something for 4% for 10 years, Mm -hmm. and then in year six, you're like, ah, I can get 6% for 10 years. Do you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. you want to have that flexibility. So the roadmap is important. I believe working with a professional is important to help you establish it, to ask the right questions. I'm not saying that you just pay somebody an arm and a leg and say, here, you do it for me. No, because you have to be involved. A professional is only as good as the person he's working with, asking questions and receiving information, right? What's that computer thing? Um, Garbage in, garbage out, right, with a computer, right? If you put bad information into a computer, you're going to get bad information out. Mm -hmm. So that's why you can't just rely on a computer. You need that human touch. You need that piece where we can ask the right questions that maybe a computer hasn't thought of when it comes to lifestyle changes and things like that, right? That That's what I mean by that. So the map is important. I think getting help and working with a professional who's done it for a long time will be very helpful to you. Remember, you're talking about maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars that you've saved. You're talking about Social Security for life. You're talking about pension for life. You're talking about probably millions of dollars potentially over the course of your lifetime from when you retire to when you die. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Millions of dollars. You need to get some a little help there to make sure you're on the right course. And so again, I wrote that book, Tee Up Your Retirement, to help people stay on the course to develop a roadmap and to ask those questions. And then each piece of that puzzle will be answered in the book. Social Security, how does it work? When to take it. Pension plans, how to do it, when to take it, right? IRAs, 401ks. Should I do a Roth conversion? Hmm. Should I pay a little tax now and never, ever have to worry about taxes again for the rest of my life on that money? Hmm. I don't know, Steve. I never thought about that. My, the guy I talked to before was just talking about managing my assets. That, that subject never even came up. Do you realize I had this conversation with someone last week and 
He goes, you know what, Steve? I've been working with a guy for seven years. He never asked me that question. And you want to make sure that you're staying on track. Of course, we are going through the three rules for a successful retirement. Now we are on to number three. Steve, take it away. Yes, thanks, Jess. So again, um, you know, we want to set that stage. We want to put that roadmap together, that initial map, right? That blueprint. And then most, uh, just as important, I think, is to monitor that roadmap continuously, especially at first, right? Because remember, this is a process. Retirement is a process. It's not an end game. It's a process. And so when you got maybe three or four or five years to go, you want to put that plan together, right? You want to see, okay, is this going to work? So we put it all together. We run all the numbers as best we can. And we come back and we say, well, you know what, Steve, what if I wanted to retire in three years? How does it work? Mm -hmm. Right? So we tweak it. You know, maybe increase the savings, right? Maybe try to decrease more expenses. Remember, decreasing an expense is just like increasing income, right? So it works the same way. And then every time something happens, you have an addition to the family, you have a death in the family, you have a lifestyle change. You want to move from Massachusetts to Arizona. Uh, you want to buy a second home. Um, you know, things like that constantly will dictate, let's get together, Steve. I had an event happen in my life. How does this affect the plan we put in place? Is it still... Does it still work? Is it going to enhance it? Do we need to change some things? Do we have to take some income over here, put it over here? And the real key is once we set the plan up in the buckets, okay, I'm a big fan of buckets. We want an income plan. We want an inflation hedge, right? Because we know that, you know, everything goes up in the future. We want that emergency money and we want that that fun money, that fun bucket, which is why we retire. So the, the blueprint establishes the buckets. Life changes and everything else that happens might potentially rearrange some of those buckets, you know, take some from out of one and put it in the other. So very important to stay in touch. Very important to keep uh, monitoring that plan. I do it with my clients all the time, you know, and I have people come in just ready to retire. I had someone just retire from the post office, pretty complicated situation involving pension options, 457 plans, IRAs from other places, you know, social security, all that stuff that we had to put all together. And it's a process. I'll end with this. Now that we know some of the steps to take to get things together. What we want to find out is why do most plans fail, right? So think about if you ever done a diet, right? If you ever tried to you know, lose weight or, or do something in your life. So why do these fail? Well, the first is the inability to control emotions. So from a financial standpoint, what I mean by that is look at the market in December. It took a major crash. As a matter of fact, the crash in December was the biggest crash in December since the Great Depression. How's that? Wow. Okay. That's huge. 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 But then it came back in January, not all the way back, but pretty close, right? So what if you were one of those folks right near retirement, the market crashed huge and you panicked and you ran. Okay. Now your money's down, you know, whatever, 10% for the month, 12% for the month. And you just lost out on all that because you, you got your emotions in the way. So that's one inability to control emotions Two, unreasonable expectations. So what we want to do is we want to set reasonable expectations. And if we exceed them, that's fantastic. We want to overperform, right? We want to undersell, right? And overperform. That's <laughs> really the ultimate goal here, right? And then the third is lack of communication. Okay, Steve, thanks for the plan. Got to run. I'll see you in another lifetime. You're not communicating and you just make an emotional move, right? Going right back to number one. You, you just react, the wrong way, right? And it causes you to fail because of lack of communication. And then the last thing is lack of transparency. And what I mean by that is 
not understanding everything that you have and how it works with each other. That's what I mean. So that's why most plans fail, right? Inability to control emotions, unreasonable expectations, lack of communication, lack of transparency. My job is to help you create an environment where you can succeed. That's my job. Help you take what you have, learn more about it, understand what you have, how it works, so that you can gain greater financial confidence. Find out more at fairwayfinancial.net. Stephen Anzoni is a licensed insurance provider by the Division of Insurance and is not registered as an investment advisor in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Stephen Anzoni is licensed in your state, please call 508-398-3337. Fairway Financial is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuer insurance company. Insurance and annuities offered through Stephen Anzoni, MA Insurance License Number 1722314.